Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Domsko. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Turepko, and, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we go. It is the final of Indian Wells on the men's side. And it is a, not a final that anyone really predicted. Well, we've got the bracket league. No one had it there. Cam Norrie versus Nikolos Basilashvili. And you've got to say, they're probably the two best form players coming into the final. And they deserve to have their place there because Cam Norrie is having one hell of a season and Basilashvili, I think he doesn't hit a ball that's less than 90 miles an hour from uh, what <laughs> the, the semi-finals were like uh, last night. It was incredible. And uh, Taylor Fritz, he was having the tournament of his life. He got blown off the court uh, by the Georgian. Yeah. So, off both sides as well, Basilashvili. Uh, and this is the big talking point, really, in this final. I don't want to jump straight into it, but really it's going to be down to Basilashvili and how he... Um, how consistently he plays. Because if he's slapping the ball inside the court, he hits it so hard, it doesn't really matter, in my opinion, who's the other side. I think if he hits them shots like he does, 90 mile an hour, close to 100 mile an hour, forehands and backhands, there's just no one who can stop it. And not even Cam Norrie. No, uh, I think you're right, mate. Uh, And obviously in finals this year, he's done pretty well. He's only played two of them this year and he's won both of them. And uh, he's played his last five finals, in fact, have all gone the way of him. He's beaten Leonardo Mayer in Germany in 2018. He beat Juan Martin Del Poitro in a final in China. Yeah, and that was back in 2018. Hamburg in 2019 against Rublev. And then just this year, obviously, Qatar, uh, he beat Batista Agut and Jan Leonard Straff. uh, He won. So he's winning on hard and clay. No grass court tournament wins, but... 
He seems to do well in finals. And it seems to be the contrasting uh, thing for Cam Norrie. He's had five finals, I believe, this year. And yeah, he's won one of them. Uh, This will be the sixth final of his year, which is incredible uh, in itself, to be honest. I think he's having a fantastic uh, 2021. And I think that this could be... Uh, this could be it for him. Maybe this could be the pinnacle of his year. He sort of alluded to this year being his breakout year, didn't he? he well, at the, of... at the start of the year when the ATP did ask, um, and they, they asked all the players, oh, who do you think is going to have a breakout year? He was very confident in himself. He said, it's going to be me, Cam Norrie. I'm going to do it. And he certainly has delivered. He's just been phenomenal. He's reached the finals. He's been a little bit disappointing when he's got there. But then we yeah. wouldn't have even expected him to get that far usually. So it is phenomenal. And because he's played so yeah, I know you started this one off talking about how nobody predicted uh, the final. No one really predicted the semifinals either, all four no. of them players. But out of the four of them, I was thinking, I did have a look at the tennis league. Cam Norrie was the most picked out of the four to get far. I think there was yeah. 1% of people had him winning his quarter. Um, and you can't say the same about anyone else. But there was a 1% of the Game to Love community who believed in Cam Norrie and there was a 0% in in the other three. So I thought that was quite a fascinating stat just to see where the Game to Love members um, sort of see, well, the semi-finalists and how it all went. But we knew, we know what the final is. Bassas Philly uh, versus Cam Norrie. Should we talk about one of the semi-final matches to start things off? Uh, yeah, I think we should because we did uh, cover both of them yesterday. The first one that was up, obviously, it was Grigor Dimitrov. He's been absolutely blitzing the best players in the tournament, it would seem. Yeah. Hubert Hercatch was the last a victim. And obviously, Daniel Medvedev, the hot favourite for the title. He uh, couldn't compete with Cam Norrie, though. Cam Norrie absolutely destroyed him. We said before the match, if Dimitrov doesn't turn up with his A game, I think Cam Norrie wins it based on consistency. And it... It proved to be the case uh, in straight sets as well. Very, very convincing from Nori. Uh, what did you think of the match and how it played out against Dimitrov? I think Dimitrov was poor, especially if you compare it to the other semi-final. Both players played a lot better in the other one. I thought Fritz was actually Agreed. exceptional. Uh, this one seemed to be a little bit of just Cam Nori playing good and Dimitrov wasn't really at the races. He didn't turn up. He's disappointing, like we always know he is, at, at, at big moments. And it doesn't even have to be big moments. Sometimes first round, second round. He can, any time, I feel, Dimitrov can disappoint. Or he can do what he did against Medvedev and just turn it on and be a world beater. He's a highlight real player. I think yep. Liam described him as the Olivia Giroud of tennis. And people know football. <laughs> yeah. Olivia Giroud is a bit of a model. Um, and he can produce the spectacular. He scores some of the best goals I've ever seen. In terms of actually winning things and getting things over the line and playing at a big club and scoring multiple goals a season, I'm not so sure. I think Dimitrov's very similar in that regard. Not the worst thing in the world. I wouldn't mind being a good-looking guy and being able to pull off the odd sort of well of a shot here and there. But it is still disappointing because we're not judging him off a highlight reel. We're judging him on how many matches he can win and what ultimately... What silverware is he going to get? How is he going to be finishing in the rankings? And Dimitrov, for me, can't pull it together enough to be able to really make any deep runs nowadays. And he's had a good little run here at Indian Wells, but it collapsed against Cam Norrie. I think that was a good way of describing it. It was a collapse. And Norrie took advantage of it. And he's following on his form from Diego Schwartzman, where he bageled him and that was 6-2. And then kind of annihilated Dimitrov. So 
Let's see what happens against Bassas Philly. You did uh, mention a really good stat at the start, talking about both of these guys in finals. Um, Bassas Philly, I think, as he played a few more finals, but it just does a lot better and yeah. like, generally an awful lot better. He's got a very uh, strong record when he gets into a final, rarely loses. I know you mentioned he beat Del Potro in one of them. Yeah. Cam Norrie, on the other hand, he's got to a few this year. And most of the times he has lost. I think the only one he did win was a bit of a deflated field, wasn't it? In, yeah, um, Los Cabos in Mexico. Los Cabos, yeah. It beat Brandon Nakashima in the final. I think it's just uh, it goes to their contrasting uh, game styles, though. With Basashvili, he goes on like these tears where he's sort of unplayable. And I, I'm not surprised that he's beaten some of the players that he has beaten in his career. Now, I remember... Even one, uh, it was in Germany versus Zverev. I think it was Hamburg when I mm. I remember watching. It's, Zverev's such a tough person to beat on clay in Germany. And I remember watching that match and thinking, wow, Basashvili actually just took the match to him and, and managed to defeat Zverev there. And ever since then, I sort of kept my eye on him and just thought, I know that he can turn it on in, in big tournaments. And he's not afraid to be the, uh, what's it, like the... Like the 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 foe, like he doesn't he doesn't mind being the not the evil one, but the person that has the crowd on his back. He goes into yeah. people's backyards and he likes to uh, cause an upset. He obviously defeated Roger Federer when Federer was trying to have his big comeback. He was like, "See you later." <laughs> what doesn't care if anybody doesn't even yeah. give Federer a chance. Absolutely blitzed him off the court. I think he can do that to everybody. Cam Norrie, I think, will have more people on his side there in the crowd. He obviously did the American college tennis, that type yep. of thing. And I think that he will. I think a lot of people want to see Cam Norrie do well in the US. I think he has a lot of uh, US well, friends and a lot of uh, fans over there as well. But Basilashvili, that game style, it's an attractive one. And people like to see winners. And if you compare their two semi-finals, I think the winners to unforced errors for Cam Norrie and Basash Philly, it was, well, lopsided yeah. to say the least. They smashed it. It's brilliant performances. And just on what you were saying about Basash Philly, he is a little bit thick-skinned, I would say. I don't yes. think he cares at all what people no. think of him. And I think that does help in critical moments because he just seems quite confident. There's times in that last match what we just covered... Um, against Taylor Fritz. Was it Taylor Fritz? I'm getting mixed up now. Who played yeah. who? Taylor, Taylor Fritz. Yep. Where he just, like, he didn't look nervous. Like, there wasn't a moment where he was serving for the match, even on match points. I know he had to take a few match points. It did. Well, he didn't get it on the first one of asking. But I just never really felt in doubt with him. And I, I can't say no. the same for other players. Um, some of the top ones, even, like Zverev, Sissipas, often when I'm watching them serving it out in the business end, Sometimes I'm a bit like, mm, maybe they're not going to be able to do this. But with Basash Vili, I have this weird confidence that he'll be fine. He, he's going to uh, raise his level. And I don't think he's going to bottle it. He doesn't seem to bottle it very often. And um, I think that's why his final record is so good. Yeah, I, I'm, I totally agree with you. I think it's going to be a real tough test for Cam Norrie. Uh, how good are your recovery skills? And how good are you at running down tennis balls that fly at 90 to 100 miles an hour that's the question because if bash is hitting them all in i think the only thing that he can counter it with is the similar thing he was doing with dimitrov keep him deep and keep those balls with a lot of kick on them and stop him being able to generate all of that pace because if you play at mid-court he's gonna finish it off he goes for it nearly everything if there's an opportunity 
Basas really will try and finish it off. But I just want to go back to they play, their match they played once before because they played this year okay. uh, and they played in Rotterdam, which uh, might surprise a few people uh, of the result as well here because Norrie actually beat him in straight sets in this matchup. Six love, six three. So okay. uh, a very com- and this is where it throws it all up in the air. The fact he bageled him when he last played him in 21 minutes in the first set. Will he have a bit of confidence coming into this match thinking, I just did that to Dimitrov. Look who he beat. I've already done this to you already this year. He was a massive, uh, he was a massive favorite in that one. Obviously, Basiasvili was having a little bit of a torrid time, but I was surprised. Basiasvili in the last matchup was a 4.5 underdog. That's how much the bookies were backing uh, Cam Norrie. And he's, I think he's going to be the favorite again. Uh, in this one, 1.57, Basasvili 2.37. So that it's pretty crazy considering the game styles that they have. They're probably going for the more percentage style player, the bookies here. Yep. But uh, at their own peril. At their yeah, own peril, I think so, uh, mate. Basasvili think... could definitely turn it on. Let's move on to the next tweet. Sure. So here we go. I think this is some Cam Norrie stats. And this just puts it into perspective how great a season he's having. In 2021, 46 ATP wins, which is ridiculous. Uh, 20 losses, um, nine top yeah. 20 wins, two yeah. top five wins, six finals, three on hard, two on clay, one on grass, just showing his versatility, and currently a career high of 17 in the world. Let's compare that to, say, the last three years prior, and you can see it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. You've got three times as many losses, uh, not as many wins. Four top t- twenty wins, no, none in uh, against the top five, um, yeah. and one final on the hard courts. Career high fifty three. So he's really turned around his fortunes. Now he's considered as one of the top players in the game. And let's be honest, Definitely. he said in his own words, it's a real possibility now that he can qualify for the race to Turin, and that's him saying that he believes in himself more than most. And if he can do that as well to top off this season, that would just be remarkable, wouldn't it? I think it would be uh, absolutely incredible if he was able to get to Turin at the end of the year. Uh, I think it, no one could deny him that he would deserve it. Uh, currently, he's sat in, I believe it is, 12th position yep. in the race to Turin. He is on, uh, I think if he I think was you to said win... if he wins, he goes 10th. That's what I remember you saying. That's correct. He will overtake... Uh, Felix Oja Aliasim and Yannick Sinner, if he is to win this, uh, and he'd just be behind Hubi Hercatch. Okay. So probably that'll be deserved spot there as well, I think, because obviously Hercatch being the Miami champion, I think that if you're to win a Masters, then you deserve uh, all the plaudits. And to look at the actual live rankings as well, he would be able to. He's in seventeenth at the moment. What one more win? It only moves him up one place, which is pretty crazy. Just yep. a, an extra 400 points. But he does overtake Christian Garin, and he will be just eight points behind Denis Shapovalov. Uh, yeah, so he and Diego Schwartzman <laughs> on his horizon as well. And I think he has the ability to overtake Well, he just beat Diego, so he's going to be trying to hunt him down as well. Yeah, I, I think it's in, uh, so impressive. And the I think the one thing which shocked us at the beginning of the year is how good Cam Norrie's clay court game yeah. had become this year. And I think 
Well, the he fact... hadn't really won anything on clay prior. We don't have many British players who have ever been able to produce on no. clay courts. This year, I would say he's up in up there, maybe one of the top five clay courts of the year. Maybe maybe even more. I don't know. I think Sissipas always springs to mind. Then you've got some yep. of the big guys. But I thought Cam Norrie was just special on it and just seemed to move very well and uh, had some good matches against some of the top dogs. He got to that final, yep. didn't he, against Sissipas? I know he did crumble, yep. but they were the two best clay quarters that week. I, and there's part of me that thinks his Im, like his improvement on clay is uh, something that he has to thank for the rest of his form uh, on all of the other surfaces as well. Mm. Because I think getting, uh, I don't know, down to the nitty gritty where you're actually, the rallies are longer, you're fighting, you're having to prove you can stay in rallies all the time to just grind out points and I think we've seen that from him here in Indian Wells he's proved he doesn't give up on anything anymore he, he he's running everything down he's it's almost like he's playing on the clay at the moment and I think it's for the perfect conditions for him yeah he has is. some slow hard courts out there I think this is it for him I think he could really win tournaments similar to this uh, these conditions yeah and um in terms of other British players. I don't know if you've got that up. I did send just... it. Oh. Um, I think is it's the it last the... one, is it? Last one's. Uh, no, it so one? I don't think you've got it up, but I can read it out anyway. It's all right. So British players to make the men's singles final at Indian Wells. Uh, we've got... There we go. There we go. Apologies. We've got 1998, Rosetsky, 2002, Henman, 2004, Henman, um... All of these losing, by the way, so no British player ever to win. Murray losing to Nadal in 2009. We had a long wait since. What's that? Uh, my maths has gone terrible. 12, 12 years. years. <laughs> 12 years later, Cam Norrie in there. And he's going to be a favourite. I can't imagine some of them others were favourites in the final. Uh, but Norrie mm. will be a favourite nah. for it. Can he do what, what Tim Henman's never been able to do? Can he do what Andy Murray has not been able to achieve? It's just phenomenal for British tennis. And we've seen what's happened with Radu Kani and now yeah. Cam Norrie as well. And I had the TV on earlier and um, I was seeing Cam Norrie on the screen on like BBC Ooh. News and Sky News and some of the sort of general news platforms, not even a sports channel. And they're showing Cam Norrie. So great to see Norrie's flying the flag and he's getting more people involved in tennis in the UK because he's doing things which you can see them great names before him have not been able to do. Um, I say that because if he loses the final, then they've all been able to do it. But he <laughs> is in a good place if he is to win to do what they've not been able to do. Definitely. Uh, I think it's going to be a very stiff task uh, ahead of him. You've got to remember Basashvili, this style of tennis, um, we haven't really seen him come up against anybody this tournament that provides what, Basashvili is providing in this final. He's, he played tennis Sangren. Don't think it's on the same level as uh, Basashvili. Batista Agut, more of a grinder, clay quarter. Tommy Paul, not as hard a hitting. Diego Schwartzman, definitely not as hard a hitting, more of a clay quarter. Grigor Dimitrov didn't play well at all. So if Basashvili plays in the, the same way that he played Taylor Fritz and the way that he's been battering players around the court, we're going to find out what Cam Norrie is really made of. And that's that's what we want to see. Can Cam Norrie uh, stop the missiles off the racket of Basashvili? And can Basashvili continue hitting them in the court? Because if he can't, Cam Norrie wins. And that's it.
That's a, it's as simple as that. Well, we'll get on to our predictions shortly. Let's go through some of the other tweets. Sure. Let's go. Uh, this one was the one which was just... I think we've spoke about this. This is at Delray yeah. Beach, start of the year. He was asked who's going to be his standout player of the year or breakthrough player, yeah, yeah. I think it was. And he, he said, we can't show the video, unfortunately, because we'll get uh, taken down for it. But he said himself and he believed yeah. in himself. <laughs> and I think he is leading the way for that right now. Yeah. Uh, well, next yeah. one we've got. Um, this is just some of the first time Masters finalists this year. It's um, yeah. quite an interesting one. We've got quite a few of them. Hercat Sinner, Rublev Berrettini, Apelka, Nori and Basiasvili. Great to see so many new names there. Um, you can Brilliant. see this equals the most number of first-time Masters finalists in a year since 1991. Yeah, I didn't think wow. it would happen very often. So great to see so many fresh faces. I think a large part of it is the fact that, let's be honest, there's no yeah. Nadal, no Federer this year, and Djokovic hasn't played the last... Well, he, he's not played as many Masters events as what he usually would. He's dropped out a lot, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to see more of it as well. I, I think that the slam race is the priority for those big three players if they can notch up another one they're all locked on 20 at the moment that will be the main focus I don't think Djokovic needs another Masters he's got plenty he got them all twice anyway so and what what's it matter I don't know the year end number he's already got the year end number one again so all of these sort of things the only stats they're really chasing right now and the only records are the slams. I've I've got the feeling there's not many years really left to compete. Uh, I think that we're going to see more of it. And I think that I'm, I'm actually more excited because we could see some even younger names getting on that list. I know that they, we got Sinner on there. We could possibly see if we see the trajectory of someone like an Alcaraz or someone, we could see him in a final or something maybe in uh, next year. I'm fully believe that. Yeah, no, certainly. I just want to go to the chat. Shout out to John Silk, who's joining us. Hey, how, how you, you doing, doing well, John? mate? Uh, and we've got Gene in as well. Good, good to see uh, Gene and, and John in the chat. Let us know, John, what do you think about this final? We're going to get onto our predictions in a bit, but what yeah. is yours? Because I think it's a really tricky one to call. It'd be interesting to know what you guys think in the live chat. Um, I think we're on to the last one, Ben. Yeah, I just, while we're doing that, that was this one. And here we go. Cam Norrie into the Indian Wells final, beat Dimitrov, also in the world top 20, the number one British player, and also in the conversation, in his words, for the ATP finals in Turin. I know we have spoke about the, the ATP finals. Yeah. In short, do you think he does it or not? Well, it depends what tournaments we've got left, and that's the that's the question. Um, have we got, we've got Paris uh, remaining, haven't we? I think yeah. that one, that's a good opportunity for him. How many more points does he need is the question. Let me just have a quick... He needs to get... Is Rafa's not going to be there. We know no. that, don't we? So yep. Rafa's out the Five equation. Five have qualified already. Five have already qualified. So we've got Berrettini, Kasper Ruud, Hubi Herkatch, Yannick Sinner, Felix, and then Cam Norrie. So I think he's actually in with quite a good chance. If, if Ruud doesn't find more hardcore form, he could drop off. Yeah. Uh and Yannick Sinner, I think he could step up. I think Felix, he's liable to the odd uh, dodgy result. I think we could see Sinner. I think Hubi Hercat surely has to move. Well, up I think it's gonna well. be down to these next events and how what he plays. Yeah. Gene's saying he needs to do well in Vienna and yeah. Paris. Let's yeah. say he goes deep in That's Vienna, it. deep in Paris, then yeah, I think he does do it. 
And I think, um, so. I think he can. He certainly could as well. So Berrettini is not if a I had sure to make, thing If either. I had to make the call, I'd probably say no because I think it's still a big ask. But it it's is definitely a big ask. Possible. What about Karatsev as well? Because he's sort of just lurking just below Norrie there as well. Cam Norrie. He's 170 points off. But if Cam Norrie was to... Uh, this is it. If Cam Norrie was to win this tournament, <laughs> this is the crazy thing. Cam Norrie would... He'd be up there. He'd be intense. So yeah. we've got to look at this after this tournament. If he is yeah. to win it, he has a very good chance. And he'll have more confidence as well going into the next one. He'll be Masters champion. So... Well done. Uh, and you see there the bottom part of that tweet. Uh, also, a way better player than I thought. Fantastic attitude. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a lot better than I thought as well. I didn't really give him much praise start of the year. Or I didn't expect him to be in the conversation at all. Uh, but he's, he's done that through his hard work. And it's all him, really. Let's be honest. So a credit to him. We've got John saying another crazy tournament. I'm going for bashing three. Norris' record in finals is a concern. Remembering how he got crossed by Sissipas in Lyon. Yeah, of course. I remember mm. that final, one we covered on the podcast. And the final record isn't isn't the prettiest. And for Basas Vili, it does look good. So that's John's one. Cues you on nicely. What is your prediction, Ben, for this final? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a really tough one. I know that we were speaking about... Were we speaking about uh, Dimitrov against lefties yesterday, weren't we? Yeah. And how he didn't really have a good record in the past year uh, against left-handed players, which I thought was quite interesting. And I wanted, before I make my decision, to actually go and have a look uh, to see what what Basashvili's uh, record was like versus the lefties as well in recent times. Let's have a look. He, he defeated Thiago Montero, the last lefty he played. Lost to Cam Norrie. Defeated Arna Baldi. Lost to, lost to Huesler. But this is what I mean. He hasn't. He's only played three this year, and the only one he's lost to is Cam Norrie. So there you go. So uh, not really a much to go off. Oh, I'm going to have to stick my n- neck out here. I think this is going to be very, very risky. My head says Bash. I don't know why. My head says Bash Asvili is going to do him in the final in two. I don't know why. That's what my head says. I just got a feeling if he's hitting the power, I don't see it going any other way. I'm sorry, Cam. All right, then. So you're going to go Bash Asvili in straight sets. I'm going to go the other way then. I'm going to go Cam Norrie. He's going to change his fortunes around and he's going to win this final in three. I think Bash is going to be good value for a set. He could win one quite convincingly. I think the match actually be, could, could be quite quick. I'm not sure we're going to see as many rallies mm. necessarily as some of uh, some of the Fritz the, the Fritz match. Certainly, I think Bashas Philly is going to try and get the points over a lot quicker. And so Cam Norrie has definitely got the ability to be able to do that as well. So let's see how it plays out. But I'm going to be going for Cam Norrie to win in three uh, with maybe some quick sets. Like a six-two and a six-two the other way or something like that. Yeah, there's part of me that feels like it's going to be like one break in the first set and possibly a, just a, a break in the second as well. I think oh, it's not gonna for be me. Like... I think I'm not saying that. I'm saying it could be like two breaks in each set. Like it could yeah. be like a six-two, then six-two. The I think it could be like one of them famous WTA score lines <laughs> with the third set being very close. I just have a feeling it could be something like that. Uh, let's see how it goes. That's definitely going to be my prediction, though, for this one. I want Cam Norrie to be able to do it. I think he's been 
super impressive so far. And the he nature has. of his victories, I think his style of play is a little bit more sustainable. All it takes is for Bash to have a, a bad 20 minutes and he'll find himself down a set. And I don't yeah. think it takes longer than that. 20 it's minutes all, is all it no. takes. You have a bad spell and he'll be, he'll be down a set. Dimitrov happened to him. And that's that's what he's got to keep up that uh, very, very high level. Uh, I'll be cheering on Cam Norrie. Don't get me wrong. Just my head is just telling me that finals record. Bash has won his last five. Norris won one of his last six. So, unfortunately, well, that's... We're getting a lot of love for Norrie in the chat. Yeah, Gene here going I mean, Norrie in three. Uh, Millennium saying Norrie in two. Uh, Tasania saying Cameron Norrie this year. Most tournaments arrive to final, and I'm going to say Norrie. So, seems like Norrie is a popular pick. I know we had John going for Bash, but let's see what happens. You'll have to join us later to find out um, on the live watch-alongs. But for now... We're going to wrap this one up. We've got the women's final later on as well. So make sure to join us for all of this. Uh, if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe on the uh, to the video, and we'll see you guys very soon. See you later, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.